This is MJ. I love Star Wars, and this is my fully operational review of Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 11, which is called Shattered. Uh, this is technically fully operational Episode 13. We'll see if it comes out after 12 or after 15. Anyway, uh, so I couldn't decide. There was so much good stuff in this episode, but I'm going to be super quick. Basically, this was a great episode. Uh, let me see. Um... So it was written by Dave Filoni and directed by Saul Ruiz. I forgot to look up what else he's done, but that's okay. Uh, real quick, the synopsis for the episode that I'm choosing to go with is while transporting Maul to Coruscant, something goes terribly wrong. As Maul escapes, Ahsoka investigates the truth behind what happened to Rex. And if you don't know, this spoils things in Revenge of the Sith. And there are big, huge developments here that happen, and they have huge impacts throughout you know, the rest of the series, the movies, whatnot. Um, but I don't really want to talk about Sorry, I had an incoming call. Basically, uh, I want to make some observations based on some of the more interesting elements of the episode. First of all, seeing the Jedi Council, uh, or some of the Jedi Council assembled, and knowing that this is all happening, or just people, other, uh, I listen to other reviews because, you know, I love Star Wars so much, and want to hear other people's perspectives on it, and people keep talking about the overlapping, the overlapping. It hasn't really hit me until this episode. I mean, we got, in Ahsoka's vision, we heard her, we heard Hayden Christensen um, and Matt Lanter both perform as Anakin, and we heard, um, you know, the confrontation with uh, Sidious, and which, for some reason, he wasn't credited. Ian McDermott was not credited, even though Samuel Jackson was, uh, for his, you know, lines as Mace Windu in the movie. But, um, gosh, it was really interesting how tight it all is and how everything's happening all right up next to each other. And it, it guess it's heartbreaking how close Ahsoka gets to being in the films, but was, you know, wasn't in the films because she wasn't created until after the films were done. And I really love how deftly she's being woven in and how, uh, it's just, it's just so interesting and, and it makes the impact of everything so much more heartbreaking. And I really love that. So very cool stuff there. Um, I just want to touch on a other couple things. Uh, it really is creepy and very effective how much Rex falls in line with Sidious and he's, you know, yes, Lord Sidious. That's all programmed into him and how the clones have that, you know, in the back of their mind or at the, you know, the side of their mind, whatever. Um, and gosh, it's really, it was really ominous and it felt really terrible and it um, feels like a really good metaphor for something, but I can't quite tell what it was. But I really loved the him receiving Order 66 scene and... Uh, the fact that the little blast door that he's behind, Ahsoka's just beyond it, and she comes in seconds after he gets the order, and then, you know, he starts trying to kill her, and that's pretty intense. So, I mean, there's a lot of, like, Maul and Ahsoka making sour, pouty faces at each other was a lot of fun. Um, getting to see Rex, you know, use his double, uh, his dual-wielding, you know, skills against Ahsoka was pretty great and her deflecting all those bolts and everything was really fantastic to see and I love how she escaped and stuff and she tried not to kill the clones as much as she could and that was cool and I'm happy that she was the one who removed uh, his chip I love too that it's funny he you know in uh, Star Wars Rebels we get to hear him say I never you know I didn't turn against my Jedi well not your Jedi but a Jedi yeah and technically she wasn't a Jedi but you still turned on her and uh, I like how um, there's that cute little uh, like way for him to have said that line but for it to be okay like that cute little retcon I guess you could call it um, that really works for me uh, seeing them land in that is it shuttle Tidarian? that was the name of the specific one from Return of the Jedi but that shape ship with it, it has the fin vertical and then it has the two coming out at an angle kind of like a Mitsubishi angle or like a 
tri trefoil type shape. Anyway, those ships. I'm not a ship guy. I'm I'm a you know Force and Star Wars or like Jedi guy. So anyway, um, seeing that ship land on the Star Destroyer and then seeing the inside of the Star Destroyer having all the clones lined up uh, in it like they were when they received um, Palpatine or Sidious in Return of the Jedi and then also seeing Maul in this creepy cage. Um, just made me feel like the empire was so near and obviously it is it's basically you know empire day when this is happening or it's, it's right there and then i want to look at and focus on the details of that creepy force user containment cell that the mandalorians have according to bo katan this is the last of its kind and i just love the de the detail of the design in it i think it's really really interesting and i want to know what it means or like <laughs> i want to know about the tech behind it um i'd be really happy if they explored that somewhere uh, else. Um, maybe in the High Republic it can pop up, or maybe in... I don't know. It, actually, the outside of the containment unit reminded me of, I think, a medical device that was in KOTOR. Um, I'll probably pop over on the KOTOR Reddit and ask people if they remember this. Uh, but it also has like a mural on it. It has art of Mandalorians and it's really, really cool. Anyway, um, probably during the Mandalorian Jedi Wars this sort of thing was developed, but it reminds me of a... Of a health containment unit that one of the characters in uh, Star Wars Legacy was put in. So, oh, it wasn't KOTOR, it was Star Wars Legacy. I'll have to ask somebody about it. Very interesting. Um, what are some other observations I wanted to make? Um, pouty faces. I love. I really loved um, Rex and Ahsoka both chanting what is it? I am one with the Force and the Force is with me. Uh, that was super cool and I like how I don't know, it felt very special the fact that her voice fell away uh, in the way it was recorded and put together, her voice fell away, and then his voice became prominent, even though I'm sure she was still chanting it. Uh, and then, like, when he was saying it, kind of in a fully alert way, not just kind of muttering it, uh, that's when she found the chip in his head, and that's really fascinating to me. Anyway, this is, like, a really interesting episode, a, a great transition point, and I do think it tells its own story. It has a beginning, middle, and end, but uh, I don't feel, other than, like, pointing out interesting things, I don't really feel like I have much to say to critique it, um, because, you know, it was, it hurt, it was a little painful, uh, to watch and to go through in the good way, like, the, you know, the drama and the stakes and stuff hurt, um, and, uh, it was, you know, the good kind of hurt, and, uh, I'm just really interested to see what Rex and Ahsoka do to get out of it next episode, and, I mean, they've got a bunch of troopers blasting through that door, um, so, like, what are they going to do, how are they getting out of the situation, I'm really fascinated to see how all this unfolds, and, uh, I love the idea that, Ahsoka freed Maul so that he could go cause chaos because she needed that diversion and she, I guess, felt it would be not the lesser of two evils necessarily, but like it wouldn't be an issue for her to let him go uh, in order for her to get free and to save Rex, which actually that is kind of a moral issue, isn't it? Was Ahsoka right? Was it morally acceptable for her to let Maul, a upstart Sith Lord, go in order to free herself and save Rex. Wow. That's that's something to chew on. I, I want to hear people's thoughts on that. Was Ahsoka wrong to free Maul? Wow. That, that, that's just... I, I just blew my own mind. <laughs> I feel a little silly for that. So, anyway. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get on out of here. Uh, I don't have much to say except for... Uh, that I would love for somebody to respond to me about this. Because I really am curious as to what you think uh, about it. And... Um, 
yeah, stick around. After uh, Clone Wars wraps up, I'm going to be releasing some Star Wars stuff on fully operational, uh, my Star Wars, new Star Wars podcast. Um, I'm going to shoot for like one, two, twice a month to release something just because I'm busy doing so many other things. But I'd love it if you would stick around and uh, check out the things I am uh, going to be reviewing and talking about uh, with Star Wars. Um, the goal is for this to be an evergreen kind of show. So uh, as new shows come out, like when Mando Season 2 comes out, I'll you know, watch those and review them and whatever. But I'd also like to just talk about philosophical things or just interesting things like that issue. Was Ahsoka wrong to release Maul? I think that's a great evergreen topic to discuss at some point with somebody or maybe just by myself. I don't know. But anyway, uh, that's all I have to say. Really enjoyed this episode. Looking forward to the next one so much. And remember, in balance lies power to hear the dark and walk in light. And uh, with that, I will bid you adieu and uh, pass it off to other me for the uh, full outro. If you enjoyed this, like, comment, and share to help me grow. You can even support me through coffee or Redbubble. Visit mjmunoz.com slash podcast to find a variety of my podcasts where I analyze Star Wars, Tokusatsu, comics, and more. You can always chat with me at mj underscore scribe. I'm on Twitter there. And if you visit mjmunoz.com slash support, you can find out about all the ways you can support me and help me to grow and keep on doing this kind of creative work that I enjoy so much. Thank you and take care.